I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Also ahead, Metro is running fewer 7,000 series trains than you might have thought. I'm John Aaron. A 15-year-old is shot and killed in D.C. just after his father was murdered. I'm Luke Luker. The Cavs beat Montreal in NHL action downtown Maryland. A win away from bowl game eligibility in college football. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. President Biden is back in the White House now after a Western swing designed to help Democrats hold on to the House and Senate. Mr. Biden stumped in Portland with control of Congress and the future of his agenda at stake. It was the last stop on a four-day swing through Oregon, California, and Colorado. CBS's Adriana Diaz, a break in the case that terrorized a California city. Police arrested 43-year-old Wesley Brownlee of Stockton early Saturday morning. They believe he's the serial killer responsible for six murders that had the city of Stockton on edge. The arrest happened in two parts. One was community tips, and the second was good old-fashioned police work. Officers were surveilling the suspect's home prior to the arrest. When the suspect left during the late hours of Friday evening, they followed. We watched his patterns and determined he was on a mission to kill. County District Attorney scheduled an arraignment for Tuesday. David Welch for CBS News, Stockton, California. Polls show the race between Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican challenger Herschel Walker in Georgia is tight as a tick. CBS's Nicole Killian. Walker was confronted again about reports he allegedly paid for a woman's abortion in 2009. That's a lie. My opponent has a problem with the truth. Warnock pressed Walker on other claims, including that he once worked in law enforcement. One thing I have not done, I've never pretended to be a police officer. I am what with many police officers. Now, you have a prop. Yes. That is not allowed, sir. Yes. I ask you to put that prop away. That badge was honorary given to Walker by a local sheriff. Police haven't released a motive for a mass shooting in Raleigh, North Carolina Thursday. CBS's Elise Preston is covering. 911 calls released late Friday capture the horror when, according to police, a 15-year-old opened fire in a residential neighborhood in Raleigh, North Carolina. What kind of clothing is he wearing? He's wearing like a camel. He looks like he's like 16. Authorities say five people were killed, including the suspect's 16-year-old brother and an off-duty police officer who was on his way to work. After a marathon scoreless game, the Astros have defeated the Seattle Mariners to go on to the National League Championship Series. Garcia deals. That ball's hit well to center, but right there. And Dubon puts it away, and the Houston Astros survive. They win one to nothing in 18 innings. Brian Anderson with the final call for MLB TBS Sports. It was only the third time a Major League Baseball playoff game has gone 18 innings. The Astros have been in two of those three games. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Their end-to-end -end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 103, Sunday morning, October 16, 2022, 61 in the nation's capital. Cool, breezy start to our day. Low temperatures bottoming out in the 40s. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour. The former D.C. Deputy Mayor is telling his side of the story 
After resigning this week, he stepped down after allegations of assault and a police statement that said he lived in Falls Church instead of in the district where he's required to, where he was required to for his now former position. Chris Geldart says he was staying part-time with his family in Falls Church and part-time with a friend in the district. He told the Washington Post, I geo-bachelored. That's slang often used in the military where a family chooses to live in a different location than the service member. Geldart did serve in the Marines. He says he paid part of the rent as well as his D.C. taxes. He didn't talk about the incident that prompted the scrutiny. He's due in court Monday after a man filed a criminal complaint of assault and battery, saying Geldart grabbed his throat in a Gold's Gym parking lot in Arlington. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. It's 104. There's hope that Metro's long-awaited extension to Dulles International Airport could be opening any day now. It's looking likely that the Silverland extension to Dulles will be open for the holiday travel season, hopefully allowing riders to use it by Thanksgiving. Sources that we've been talking to had always hinted at a Halloween time frame opening. NBC4's transportation correspondent Adam Tuss. Could be around the 31st, could be the first week of November. Tuss got a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to arrive at Dulles on Metro. It was pretty amazing. And then also just to take a look at the platform itself, the airport station, about how it's going to be for passengers. He's says it's about a five-minute journey. You get off the train, go down escalators, stairs, or elevators, and then a moving walkway brings you to the main terminal. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. But other Metro riders are still waiting for the full return of the agency's sidelined rail cars. Only a limited number of 7,000 series trains are allowed on the tracks under rigorous testing requirements, but Metro is apparently having trouble even getting that limited number of trains running. The number of 7,000 series trains that can be run right now is governed by the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission. We have a th- authority inside of our plan that the WMSC approved to run 20. However, we can never actually fully run 20. Metro GM Randy Clark says instead, because of several other safety commission rules, they can only field 16 of the trains right now. Metro Board Chair Paul Smedberg seemed to take issue with the safety commission's thinking overall. We actually had a s- plan approved based on safety not process, but based on safety, that we could really improve our ridership and clear customer experience. John Aaron, WTOP News. Arlington County Police have identified the man shot by one of its officers in Sherlington Friday night. They say 44-year-old El Amin Muti of Waldorf was armed during the time of the shooting. Officers reported to shots fired at South Sherlington Road at near South Glebe Road just after 7.30 Friday evening. When officers arrived, they say he raised a gun toward them. One officer then fired, injuring Muti after he ignored commands to drop the gun. He was hospitalized for his wounds. No officers injured in the incident. Muti being charged with brandishing and being a a felon in possession of a firearm. Officials say other charges could be pending. The two officers involved have been placed on administrative leave. A family in Northeast D.C. is grieving again after a teenager becomes the second murdered family member in a year. On Thursday afternoon, Andre Robertson Jr. was shot and killed while sitting on a porch near Kelly Miller Middle School. Metallic colored sedan pulled up, then three suspects shot him multiple times. Last October, the 15-year-old's father was beaten to death in the same neighborhood. 
D.C. police say Andre Robertson Sr. was killed on October 1st by Darius Robertson, his cousin. It was on 53rd Street, just blocks away from where the younger man was later killed. Darius Robertson was arrested last December. He is charged with second-degree murder and is awaiting trial. Police are still searching for the three suspects in the shooting of Andre Robertson Jr. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Just ahead after traffic and weather controversy swirls again around a bill proposed earlier this year in Virginia. 107. Thompson Creek designs, builds, and installs replacement windows. Without the middleman markup, you get high-quality windows at an affordable price direct from our local factory. Take advantage of our biggest sale of the year with 25% off all windows and doors for a limited time, plus special financing options. Call 855-57-CREEK. That's 855-57-CREEK before this offer is gone. working engineer ready to take the next step to further your career? Earn your master's in engineering from the University of Maryland. World-renowned faculty and state-of-the-art resources in a convenient part-time program with options for learning online or in person. Don't wait to unlock your career potential. Learn more at the University of Maryland's Graduate Engineering Open House on November 5th. RSVP at MAGE .umd.edu slash open house. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th right to Carlos in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian. And I-66 continues to be a bit of a headache for a lot of folks tonight. If you're headed on the westbound side of 66, looks like your delays are pretty awful. From the Beltway out towards Nutley Street, you've got a single lane getting by on the far left-hand side of the roadway. That is for the work zone. Traffic is moving. I have not seen them stop traffic on the westbound side yet tonight, but that doesn't mean it won't happen. If you are on some kind of time restraint, I would avoid 66 between Nutley Street and the Beltway tonight, basically at all costs. If you're headed eastbound on 66, it's almost the exact same configuration between Nutley Street and the Beltway. You only have a single right lane getting by. Now, they had stopped traffic temporarily. As of now, things are moving again. Now, that's uh, twice that they have stopped traffic tonight in the span of about two hours. So keep that in mind. Again, if you're on a timeline, you might want to avoid 66 there between Nutley Street and the Beltway. Now, that's not the only work zone on 66. Between uh, the exit for 28 eastbound and headed over towards uh, 50, you're going to have a single lane down the center of the roadway. So watch out for that one as well. Up in Maryland, 355 is dealing with an accident scene. It did happen at the intersection of Plummer Drive. As of now, all lanes are closed southbound. Looks like traffic is open again on the northbound side, but southbound is completely shut down at Plummer uh, Drive. Sounds like you are being detoured. Follow police direction as needed. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore, the Sunday morning forecast. It has been a spectacular weekend thus far. Today, we continue to see sunshine, at least to start. Temperatures climbing from the 50s into the low 70s. By this evening, though, clouds build in, rain moves in, showers are likely overnight, and rain is possible through the first half of your Monday before tapering off rather quickly. High temperatures on Monday will be in the upper 60s, and we are breezy. Tuesday, mostly sunny, but highs will be in the 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. It is 50 in Germantown, 50 in Annandale, 57 downtown at DuPont Circle, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 1-11. A Virginia state lawmaker is at the center of controversy over a proposed bill related to young transgender people. Prince William County Delegate Elizabeth Guzman is defending a bill that didn't 
get much attention when introduced two years ago. It's now at the center of some controversy after what she calls an inaccurate TV report. Guzman described the proposed measure as expanding the definition of child abuse to include physical or mental injury on kids because of their sexual orientation or gender identity. The recent WJLA report said the bill would make it possible for parents to face criminal charges if they don't affirm their child's sexual orientation and gender identity. Guzman responded on Twitter, calling the report misleading. The Washington Post reports House Minority Leader Don Scott Jr. says he spoke with Guzman and she has no intention of introducing the bill. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. The owner of a popular Largo restaurant is apologizing after the restaurant stayed open after a woman died in the bathroom. Police say the woman was found unconscious in the restroom of Jasper's on Wednesday. She was later pronounced dead. Restaurant staff closed the area, including the women's bathroom, to other diners while the coroner and the funeral home came to collect the body. That was about three hours later. Jasper's owner, Fred Rosenthal, has apologized to any customers who felt the situation was mishandled. It's 1-12. A district man pleads guilty to killing a man near the Mount Vernon Square metro station. Apparently, the defendant lured the victim to the station. 21-year-old William Whitaker of the district pleaded guilty Friday to a charge of second-degree murder of 19-year-old Malik Sisse in January of 2020. The government says Sisse was called to organize a meeting near Mount Vernon Square Metro. When he got there, a group of people pulled up in a white vehicle and opened fire. Police say Whitaker was part of the Simple City Avenue crew. The shooting is believed to be linked to a gang rivalry. U.S. Attorney's Office in Maryland has a new section focused on civil rights and special victims cases. The new section, civil rights work, will focus on hate crimes and discrimination in housing, jobs, and educational opportunities, and work to prevent voter suppression. Maryland's U.S. Attorney says his office's new civil rights and special victims section has a broad mandate. It'll pursue cases to protect equal opportunities for people, regardless of their race, ethnicity, sex, color, disability, religion, national origin or sexual orientation. The section also will focus on cases involving child exploitation, human trafficking, and identity theft. Chrissy King, WTOP News. A wild finish shaping up to a wild Saturday. Brian Alban with details next, 113. Hey ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cashback from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I'd get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh no, I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside. It's 114. 2022 is the year for that diamond upgrade. Time to go from a one carat to a two carat or a two carat up to a four or five carat. It's true, going bigger is in. But that doesn't mean you have to overpay or compromise on quality. Diamonds Direct is your best destination for large, unique, and rare diamonds. These are exquisite, hand-picked, precious diamonds from two carats to 20 carats in all shapes, independently graded by the GIA. These diamonds have all been chosen for maximum brilliance. Best part, Diamonds Direct's stunning large diamonds 
diamonds are sourced from the best ethical diamond cutters around the globe, purchased exclusively for our showroom and free from any broker or middleman upcharges. This means you can go bigger with the confidence that you're getting the highest quality at the best possible price nationwide. You see, at Diamonds Direct, we're more than just another jewelry store. We're the nation's true diamond experts with unrivaled selection, uncompromising standards, and unbeatable value. Let us prove it today with your diamond upgrade. Diamonds Direct. Get directions, showroom hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 115 with Brian Albin. It was a wild and wacky Saturday in the Major League Baseball playoffs. It started with JT Realmuto hitting the first postseason inside the park home run in five years to help push the Phillies to an 8-3 win over Atlanta in their first NLCS since 2010. Then the Astros advanced to the ALCS with a 1-0 win in 18 innings over Seattle. Jeremy Pena led off the 18th with a solo shot. It was the first time a postseason game had ever made it to the 18th inning scoreless. Then in Cleveland, the Yankees took a 5-3 lead into the ninth, but in the bottom of the ninth... From the set, and the 1-2. Hit up the middle, a base hit! The tying run is scored! Here comes Rosario with the winning run! And it's pandemonium at Progressive Field! Bob Costas with the call on TBS as the Guardians take a 2-1 series lead on the Yankees on the Oscar Gonzalez walk-off. The Capitals picked up their first win of the season behind three second-period goals and a 3-1 win over Montreal. In college football, Maryland defeated Indiana 38-33 to improve to 5-2 on the season. And in other news, the NBA announced that former NBA and Georgetown star Dikembe Mutombo is undergoing treatment for a brain tumor. The 56-year-old is in Atlanta and said to be in great spirits. I'm Brian Albin, WTOP Sports. The late playoff game in baseball adding an exclamation point to the Saturday action. The Padres come from 3-0 down to tie the Dodgers 3-3 as they play in the bottom of the seventh inning. A San Diego win would eliminate Los Angeles. Top stories we're following this morning on WTOP. A man suspected of killing six men and wounding a woman in a series of shootings in Northern California arrested before dawn on Saturday as he drove through the streets of Stockton armed with a handgun and possibly searching for another victim. He's identified as 43-year-old Wesley Brownlee. President Biden will speak at a Democratic National Committee event in the district this Tuesday. The president's remarks expected to focus on abortion rights. And it will come at the Howard Theater just three weeks before the crucial midterm elections. Two soldiers in Russia in training turned their guns on their fellow trainees on Saturday. Eleven other soldiers were killed, 15 more wounded at a Russian military firing range near Ukraine before the two soldiers were shot and killed. Russia's defense ministry calling it a terrorist attack. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 118. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and here's Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian. I-66 is still moving very slowly, but it is moving in both directions. You have just a single lane getting by the work zone. If you're headed on the eastbound side, you will find just a single right lane getting by between Notley Street and the Beltway. And if you're headed westbound, you'll only have the far left lane available to you as you head past Notley Street. Now, in both directions, things are moving very, very slowly. So do remember to respect the zipper and uh, be very, very cautious and aware of your surroundings as always. If you're headed on the inner loop of the Beltway, things are quiet so far. There's a fender bender soon after Braddock Road. Just be careful with them over on the shoulders. Give them a little extra room. It is the law. If you're headed in Maryland, watch out for 355, the southbound 
lanes are closed right now. The accident scene happened right at Plummer Drive. All lanes are shut down for the investigation. Traffic is being detoured through some neighborhoods, but you can also self-detour. There are a few decent workarounds there. Northbound side doesn't seem to be affected any longer, though, of course, Folks are slowing down to take a look, but please try to avoid doing that as much as you can. Eyes on the road, and that'll avoid you from bumping into anybody. I-95 BW Parkway looking pretty good. No issues on 50. If you're headed across the Bay Bridge tonight, just keep in mind they've got the westbound span closed. They're running two-way traffic on the eastbound span. A single lane gets you by in either direction. In the district, things are relatively quiet. Southeast-southwest freeways running smoothly. Third Street Tunnel, New York Avenue looks good. Not even seeing any delays as you make your way th uh, past uh, Bladensburg Road. It's relatively uh, quiet so far. Okay. DC 295 in either direction looking pretty good. Inbound Pennsylvania Avenue a little slow there after the bridge, but uh, no accident scenes being reported as of now. one 304 wtop is the traffic tip line in case you see an accident scene, an incident before I do, or go ahead and check your WTOP app. It's got plenty of uh, ways for you all to communicate with us, and you can also take a listen at our latest report. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Forest, Samara Theodore. Temperatures are climbing into the low 70s today. We are mostly sunny to start. Clouds build and rain moves in. Showers anticipated as we head through the evening hours and overnight hours. Tomorrow, highs will be in the upper 60s, near 70. Rain tapers off throughout the day and the winds will pick up. For your Tuesday, we're dry, mostly sunny, but much colder with highs only making it into the mid-50s. And the same goes for Wednesday. High temperatures in the mid-50s, still mostly sunny. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Samara Theodore. 57 at Reagan National Airport, 54 at BWI Marshall Airport. Dulles has 49 degrees. It's all brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, your next Airbnb's amenities could include pickleball. It's 121. Hey, Washington fans, this is Doug Williams, Super Bowl 22 MVP. Throughout my career, I've had my share of pain, but no one needs to live that life in pain. The Good Feet Store personally fits arch support for your feet that are engineered to relieve foot, knee, and back pain. When I found the Good Feet Store, I found the support I needed for my feet. Good Feet Arch Support helped relieve my foot and back pain and let me get back to living the life I love. I don't go a day without my Good Feet Arch Support. Stop by your nearest Good Feet store today for a free personalized fitting. Don't take my word for it. See the difference Good Feet Arch Support can make for you. Go to goodfeet.com to find the store nearest you and book your appointment or stop in today. Tell them Doug sent you. The Good Feet Store has seven locations in the greater D.C. and in greater Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or stop by the store nearest you. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you at the Good Feet Store. What do the temperature, the leaves, and the prices at Meadows Farms Nurseries have in common? That's right, they're dropping. It's the Meadows Farms 62nd Anniversary Sale now at your local Meadows Farms Nurseries. VIPs save 20% off all perennials, trees, and shrubs, and Meadows Farms Nurseries will plant what you buy. Shop perennials, shrubs, trees, and plants of all kinds and save during the anniversary sale now at Meadows Farms Nurseries with 17 locations. MeadowsFarms.com. Offer exclusive delivery and installations. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 122. Maryland State Police are investigating the death of an 89-year-old man after a crash on Route 40 in Frederick County. Happened just after 9 o'clock Friday night. They say Donald Reinke tried to cross Route 40 on Harmony Road in his car. The driver of a pickup truck also went through the intersection and hit the Prius that Reineke was driving. He died on impact. The driver of the truck was airlifted to shock trauma in Baltimore for treatment. Maryland State Police continue to investigate that.
In 2020, Virginia made it legal to install speed cameras in school and highway work zones. Now, Alexandria's city council votes unanimously to approve them. Here in Alexandria, five school zones will be getting speed enforcement cameras. If the cameras catch you going at least 10 miles an hour over the speed limit, it would mean a fine of up to $100. It would not count as a conviction and would not go on to records that affect insurance rates. Signs will need to be posted within 1,000 feet of the cameras to warn that they're being used. You could challenge a ticket if you weren't driving, but you'd have to say who was behind the wheel. The school zones that will get the speed cameras are still to be determined. In Alexandria, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. It's 124. Environmental and historic preservation groups in Maryland are asking a federal court to block plans to widen a 15-mile stretch of the Beltway and I-270. Those aiming to block the highway project say it could disturb an African-American cemetery in Cabin John and Plumber's Island, a small island in the Potomac near the American Legion Bridge that is renowned for its botanical research. Josh Tolkien, director of the Maryland chapter of the Sierra Club, says there are deficiencies in the state's environmental review. The Maryland Department of the Environment tried to take shortcuts. Um, and circumvent really critical studies that needed to do. The project is intended to ease congestion by adding toll lanes and a new and expanded American Legion bridge. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. The Maryland Department of Transportation is expected to give $1.4 million in funding for road improvement project aimed at unclogging sections of three high-traffic state highways in Anne Arundel County. A project to add a lane to Ritchie Highway, a section of Route 2 in Arnold running between Route 50 and Arnold Road. Funding should be distributed sometime in 2023. Money news at 25 and 55 on WTOP 125 with Ann Cates. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The hot new must-have for travelers, pickleball. Bloomberg reporter Michael Tobin says it's popular for short-term home rentals. It's a fun amenity to have, and keep in mind that there's about 1,300 listings or so that mention pickleball in the description or title across Airbnb and Expedia's home-sharing site, Verbo, and they in total have about 8 million combined listings, so there's a lot of properties out there. Tobin adds it's a recent phenomenon. The two parties were kind of able to figure out that these were mutual interests of pickleball and short-term rentals, so hosts eventually began installing courts either for themselves or for guests. And it's relatively inexpensive. One of the hosts said that she specifically put in a pickleball court because it was a lot cheaper than a pool. It is just a concrete slab that you paint lines on and then you have a net. I mean, it's really, really low maintenance stuff and it's a lot of fun for the hosts and guests who are players. Airbnb says other top amenities include home offices, fast Wi-Fi, backyards, and pet-friendly rental properties. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ann Cates on WTLP. Just ahead, after traffic and weather on this Sunday morning from WTOP, a suspected serial killer is behind bars in California's San Joaquin Valley. We will have details for you. And President Biden is back at the White House after a four-day West Coast campaign swing ahead of next month's midterm elections. Lots to share with you this morning on the radio, on your smart speaker, on the WTOP app, or at WTOP.com where it's 126. The average home sells for over the asking price, and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one. Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two. Or this episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, 
it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. What will it take to conserve 10 billion acres of ocean, 1.6 billion acres of land, and over 600,000 miles of river? What will it take to protect and restore natural habitats in over 70 countries around the world and in all 50 states here at home? What will it take? You. Together, we will make it happen. It's in our nature. See how your gift can help at nature.org. The Nature Conservancy. Protecting nature. Preserving life.